podcast. Well, Tony, or we call him T-Mac, he's actually not here today. He's actually in Kinder, Louisiana. He's ministering this weekend. But we have a guest host today. He's no stranger to the program. Um, we call him the loudmouth roof nerd. Mm, stranger danger. Um, Marty Grisham is here. Anyway, um, good to have you, Marty. Thank you. There's a lot of Holy Ghost static in Grandma's attic. I'm telling you, it's good up here. <laughs> now, just to let our, our audience know why I'm calling you the loudmouth roof nerd. Yes, so sir. Can you tell us about your two companies that you have going on right now? <clears throat> so we are the roof nerds. We do commercial roofing and residential roofing. Um, but just over the last few weeks, we've and started. O- okay, roof nerds. Yes, okay. Yeah, so it's okroofnerds.com. Check us out. Um, you can see uh, a phone number. You can call me. You can, you know, have me come look at your roof. I actually had someone call just so, a few days ago asking for prayer. So that's kind of fun. Oh, that's cool. But what, yeah. if, what if they're from Hawaii? Um, um, yeah, it's going to say on my phone, Hawaii, so I probably won't answer. So, but, uh, and then we just started loudmouth prayer, which is a daily prayer over the city of Tulsa. We're just trying to get people to join us praying for the city. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, it's good to have you today. And you know, it's good to hear from all of you. In fact, if you want to drop us an email podcast at rhema.org, um, just let us know how much you like the program, how much you don't like the program, how much you don't want Marty to come back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just have in my heart right now, should we just do that Rama song just real quick? The, the Rama taught us what we... Come on, Craig, please. Okay. okay, never mind. Go ahead. I, I don't sing, Marty. Anyway, we're also on Facebook and Instagram at Rama Podcast, and we would love to hear from you, love for you, for you to check us out online. Anyway, we have a wonderful program today. We have some, some special guests that are here all the way from Lebanon. Yes. Yes, from the Middle East. So, so we have... Where we is ha- Lebanon? We, Lebanon? Well, I don't know. They can tell us where, where it is. So right. Somewhere in the Middle East, you know, somewhere. You know, maybe if you get a map out, you might find it. You know, it's way away from Granny's Attic, though. In the back of the map. It's in the back of the map. Yeah. Anyway, my, Matt and Julie Hadabaugh, um, they're here. They're missionaries from Lebanon. And they're going to kind of tell us their Rama story um, today and, and how they got to Rama and why they ended up in Lebanon. Anyway, Matt and Julie, it's good to have you on the program today. It's a privilege to be here. Yes, thank you, Pastor Craig, for the invite. Yeah, obviously you're not in Lebanon right now. You're 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 back here in the states. You know, here in Granny's attic. This is Granny's attic. And what what do you say about Granny? Oh, there's a lot of Holy Ghost static in Granny's attic. Yeah, but no, but, <laughs> but but you said something about you know because we have a bunch of them, a bunch of oh um, oh so so I asked Pastor Craig. I said, well, did you? Uh, was because there's a lot of old um, sound equipment, sound equipment. Music, musical things. I said, as did did was Granny a 1960s DJ? So. Yeah, yeah. Because all we have is a bunch of sound equipment. Anyway, <clears throat> all right, Matt and Julie. On that note, you know, <laughs> you're here in town. You know, I mean, so can you tell us where Lebanon is? Um, you know, for, for Marty. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, we're. We're very thankful to be home. Rama is is home. We we do get to live and minister in Lebanon, and Lebanon is a tiny country. It's an ancient place, but kind of a modern country. Um, that's just north of Israel. So our southern border is Israel, and then we're uh, bordered on the east uh, and north by Syria. Uh, we're right on the Mediterranean, and so we're home to the famous cedars of Lebanon. Um, the ancient cities of Tyre and Sidon are our neighbors, and uh, we live in Beirut. All right, Beirut, Lebanon. So you know where it is, Marty. You know? Well, I had a tire. I had an uncle that was doing tires and siding. So I think I know. <laughs> yeah, I think I know that guy. Was he Phoenician? Yeah, he's Phoenician. <laughs> All right. Um, so yes, close to Israel. Close to Israel. <laughs> Yeah, in a very peaceful area of the, of the Yeah, of very the world. peaceful. Very peaceful. <laughs> yes, that's what we say all, all the time. The time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, confession, confession brings it we, to the past. We say peace. Yeah, so I guess you guys learn a 91st song pretty quickly over there, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we, do, uh, we do really enjoy, and of course, it does have a bad reputation, but um, the Beirut that we know is paradise, and it's paradise because it's filled with really amazing, beautiful people. Uh, Lebanon is a beautiful place, but I've been to a lot of beautiful places, but I've never been to a place that's filled with people like the Lebanese people. 
All right. Before we talk about Lebanon, let's go. Let's back up. All right. And let's visit your Rama story. Um, now, the first time that I met you guys was at a church in Oklahoma City. I mean, I don't know if we want to start there or start even even earlier than that. Yeah, I I'm so thankful for Rama OKC. Uh, we definitely would not be sitting in this chair if it weren't for Rama OKC absolutely. or Rama in general. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that God sent Rama to Oklahoma City. Told Pastor and Mrs. Hagen to go to Oklahoma City just to get us, just to come to get me because he loved me that much. So, so tell us the story. So what was going on? I mean, you know, um, so, either one of you. Yeah, I mean, uh, my, it's, it's hard to really extract Rhema from my, my life because uh, I grew up in a Christian home. My <clears throat> father was um, led into the baptism of the Holy Spirit by a Rhema graduate in the 70s. And so all I knew growing up were Rama churches. We were in Pastor Tennyson Fitch's church as a Rama grad in Indiana. Um, and then as soon as I graduated from high school, I came to Rama in 1990. I was 17. I graduated in 1992. Um, but the, the journey from Rama graduation to Rama OKC was... Uh, pretty eventful, and I uh, I earned a master's degree in missing God. Um, <laughs> I'm sure many of us have probably earned that master's degree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I found myself, uh, live, we found ourselves living in Oklahoma City, and I met Julie, and uh, we got married. We were working at Papa John's Pizza. Julie yes. ran yes. Papa John's. Um, she ran the largest volume store in the Southwest. Um, I did not. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, so, did you actually work at separate locations? Yeah, we did. Yeah. All right. So, so we tried working together at one point when actually when Matt was hired, and we realized that that wasn't going to work long term because Julie I wasn't knows. nice to him. So Julie Hills. <laughs> I wasn't nice to him. <laughs> but I had a totally different uh, history growing up. I did not grow up in a uh, in a Christian home. I never attended church, except for occasionally on Easter, we would go, maybe every other year. And I knew about God, I knew who Jesus was, but I didn't have a relationship with him, and it wasn't until we started attending church in Oklahoma City that I actually started to experience and have an encounter with the love of God. Awesome. And we say attending church, but that's what we were doing before Rama OKC. We were attending a church in Edmond, but when... Uh, when Rama came to OKC, we made a decision as a family to be part of the church mm -hmm. and do whatever we, whatever you would allow us to do. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, very integral part of the church. But uh, so we would just, uh, I mean, I, I I have a lot of good memories yes. uh, doing that. So. Now, did you start at the first location? You you started right when we started there. Yes, and we were in the the chapel. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, yes, and then, I think that's when the the biggest impact was made on me because we attended the first time, and the amazing people that helped in the children's area, uh, they just welcomed us in, and the pastors that greeted us at the door. When we came back the next week, I actually came back without Matt because he had to work, and they remembered our names, and that made a huge impact on us. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's why they say love remembers people's names, but it. it it was a little easy in Oklahoma City. We did have less people. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, here at the, the main campus, it's really hard to remember everybody's names. We, we know people's faces, but not remember. But I guess we also wore name tags, so that also helped. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, you, um, we actually, uh, in a, the church we were attending previously, uh, I don't know how many times uh, people asked us if we were there for the first time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it, it made yeah. a, it made a big impression on Julie. Yes. Yeah. It really means a lot. Pastor Greg. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Were yeah. Marty there? was with us in spirit, in spirit at that point. <laughs> we hadn't met him in person, but in spirit, he was there just kind of hovering around. He was probably praying does. for you guys. He was somewhere <laughs> praying for you guys. Fervently, yeah. fervently praying. Still doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, we were just committed to help Rama OKC, yes. and um, that was we didn't really have any any ideas about doing anything else uh, other than just being a help there. Yeah, so that was in 2010. Whenever the church started, October 2010, I believe, and we 
you know, just kind of stayed hooked up and kept coming and kept coming. And in July of 2012, we came to camp meeting. And so through all this time, I still hadn't <coughs> openly confessed Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I actually was sitting at home one day, just I wanted to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I was reading Acts and I was like, okay, you know, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit. And I just opened my mouth just waiting to see what was going to happen and nothing happened. And I thought, what is going on? And we came to camp meeting and that's when the Lord spoke to me and I knew that I needed to give my life to Christ. I was filled with the Holy Spirit that day and the Lord said, go to Ramah. And I said, I'm here. What do you mean? Go to Ramah. I'm here. And I realized that it was the Bible school, Ramah Bible Training Center. I had been doing some missionary dating, <laughs> missionary dating <laughs> originally. Yeah, uh, just to kind of to talk about what Julie's saying, um, we do have our annual camp meeting right here on the campus yes. of, of Raymond Bible Training College, Raymond Bible Church here in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. And actually this year's camp meeting is July the 25th through the 30th, um, 2021. And at camp meeting, we actually have three services a day. Uh, we have stuff for the children, stuff for the youth, and it's just a wonderful time. So, you know, if you're looking for a, a, a place to um, be around the anointing, you know, and where you can come freely without mask or without any kind of social distancing or things like that, check us out at, at camp meeting at Rainbow Bible Church. All right, so here's Matt. He's doing a um, missionary dating. And so... Um, <laughs> Well, <clears throat> Pastor, you, you're talking about camp meeting, and I, I'll just say I, we live 7,000 miles away, so I'm thankful that it's streamed. That's, yes. how, we, that's yeah. how we enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, we do have it online as well for some of you who mm -hmm. cannot make it to Tulsa. But I will tell you the experience Julie had happened because we were in the building in the, in the yes. meeting. Yes. And mm -hmm. if you can get here, you should get here because yes. you'll leave Absolutely. different yeah. than you came. Absolutely. You come to Raymond, you expect to have an encounter with God. So there is, there is a, uh, I mean, I thank God for the streaming. Yes. I, I, I personally benefit from it, <laughs> but if you can get here, I would get here. Yes. So, but Julie, uh, she, she came, we left that, that meeting and, and, uh, she said, what would you say if, if I said I wanted to go to Rama? I had been, you know, a Rama graduate for years. And she, I said, well, I think that's great, but we live in Oklahoma city. Mm -hmm. And, uh, both working full time, yeah. both have full time lives there, yeah. <laughs> and and so she she said I want to I want to go to Rama and I and I just assumed which is always a bad thing I assumed she meant the following school year and uh, she said I, I I think I think I want to go in three weeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that I need to sign up now wow <laughs> and. Uh, I, and if you want to come to Rainbow, rbtc.org. Yes. yes. Yeah, you can go online. You can you can look at some information. You can fill, um, give us your information, and we will have one of our student ambassadors give you a call. And also Absolutely. tours, right? Yeah, tours. I mean, you'll give you set up a tour to come to campus, things like that. All right, didn't want to interrupt you guys. So no, no. So no, please. Th three weeks, you know, and you 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 have a job in Oklahoma City. Mm. Um, we only have one campus here in the United States, and it's happened to be in Broken Arrow, mm -hmm. which is not really, really close to Oklahoma. It's about an hour and a half, maybe two-hour drive, you know, every day if you're going to commute. And some people actually do commute that. I will, I will say that. So, well, so what happened? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the short version is I stretched Matt. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I listed every reason why we couldn't do it. And uh, Julie Including said, saying, it's too late, you can't apply. They won't accept you. I, I mean, I made some really good arguments, yeah. I think. <laughs> Very good arguments. And, uh, oh, no, nice. we'll, we'll, we'll accept you today. In <laughs> fact, Doug Jones came two weeks late when he came to Raymond, and he's still around here. <laughs> well, my experience was I went to church that Sunday, and I had already filled out the application, and I came to church with the application in hand, and I said, hey, I want to go to Raymond. And right at that time it was uh pastor pastor bob pastor, yes, bob. pastor bob keek was there and he's like well let me just you know send out some messages and just see what we can do and dean tad sent back an acceptance <clears throat> for me to attend school that night so wow, i knew that's awesome that, and that really poked a hole in some of my arguments yes, <laughs> yes. And, uh, matt was inflated at that moment i, I learned a, i learned an important lesson um one of the lessons that i've learned over the years is it's good to keep learning yes but one thing is, um, there really isn't anything impossible. That's you, right. You just, it, what matters is your priorities. Yeah. And yeah. so we just decided what was most important. Yes. And we changed everything, everything else. else. 
and it took yeah. it took two months for me and the kids to get up here and it was difficult financially and it cost us and i lost my two acres of pretend golf course grass that uh, i used to really like and we gave our dogs away yeah. um but uh we got to rama we yeah. got julian and rama the funny thing is is looking back at it now from here is what seemed like big sacrifices that we were making then are just they're so small now yeah. for what god has done it's it is amazing i am not the same person that i was yeah wouldn't i mean, wouldn't think twice about it now yeah absolutely but, julie just real quick what was a little bit of your you're from Texas. Yes. You're growing up your teen years. I mean, yes. you didn't have a lot of God in your life, did no, you? No, I did not. I did not have a lot of God in my life. I actually was a teen mom um, through some very bad experiences. I definitely uh, tampered with drugs or however you want to say that. I, you know. Um, you inhaled? I, I did. <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, you could be I did. governor. And, uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> Or, or president baited <laughs> me right into that one yeah i sure did um i i was looking for fulfillment and not finding it anywhere so i was doing anything and everything that i could that i thought was going to make me happy and it was just happiness in a moment but that didn't last and so i spent my entire life my parents divorced whenever i was young we never attended church so i had no foundation and so i spent my entire life looking for something that was going to fulfill me and not finding it until I accepted Jesus. Then my life changed completely. Wow. Mm. It's so interesting how like your guys' stories are complete opposites. Complete opposites, yes. Yeah. That's saying opposites attract definitely. <clears throat> yeah. Matt, on the other, uh, he, I think, might have gotten the more complicated side. Like he gets the rougher edge because I'm not a smooth, easy Soft surface. <laughs> Julie's very with. easy. Very easy. <laughs> I yelled at him great. and I put him in the corner. And so is, I don't that, know. The... That is actually how uh, we we yes. first met. I went to work. Um, <laughs> I needed a job in Oklahoma City. And I went to work at the Papa John's, um, and they put, they gave me to Julie to train. Yes. And um, it was it was it was a nightmare. And yes. she's still training you to this day. I was, exactly. <laughs> So Papa gave you to your wife. I was not right. sweet. Yes. That's weird. So if you need to find a wife, <laughs> go to Papa John's. You know, or go to Rama or, Bible Training College. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It has been called that several times, I know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But uh, the, we're, uh, we're very thankful that we, we got to Rama. I'm very thankful for Julie for so many things, and one of those is for really uh, pushing us into the center of God's will, which was uh, to get here for her to go to school and um, and attend. And you know, I, honestly, at that point, I would have been really happy to attend again, and I didn't feel like that was what I was supposed to do in my heart. And um, so uh, we just, I supported Julie as a student. Yes, he supported very quietly. So Matt <laughs> doesn't want me to have... Uh, the wrong idea or wrong impression going into something or for me to have an expectation that things are going to be different. So I actually attended, when I started Rayma, my first class, first hour was Christ the Healer. And I walked into class and they, you know, Christ the Healer is written on the board. And I'm like, Christ the who? You know, <laughs> what are they talking about? And I remember uh, the instructor saying, you know, turn to Genesis. And I started in the back of the book and started flipping. I had no idea where, I, where it was. I had no idea what I was looking for, looking for, <laughs> just looking for a lifeline. Lord, help me figure out what I'm supposed to do here. So if you feel like you should know everything before you come to Bible school, you that's don't not have, a you don't need to, yeah. So you can know nothing like Julie. <laughs> you can know absolutely nothing. You can come in knowing absolutely nothing about the Bible and Rama will equip you for what God has called you to do. That's true. Uh, quite a few years ago, I was a student, but I'll never forget. I don't remember what instructor it was, but he told our class that the two years, um, just the first two general years you get at Rama, the amount of word of God sown into you is equal to 25 years of the normal person doing services th church, yeah. three yeah. days a week. So oh, three days a week and not most people don't go to church one, one day, day a week. Well, so now no, we're like I mean, three services, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday, mm -hmm. you know, the normal. Yeah. Well, I'm so. saying so. So if you only mm -hmm. go to church one, one night or one day a week and you only get that 
hour of church, you know, then it'd be, it'd be like 40 years maybe. Well, I think the American average is once in three weeks. Wow. 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 Mattkopedia has spoken. Mattkopedia. Yeah. Mattkopedia. <laughs> we have this ongoing because Matt always knows where to go, so we called him Matt Maps. Matt and Maps. then he comes up with these facts and statistics, so he's Mattkopedia. Matt so. Maps sometimes buffers. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like I said, you don't. Some people think you have to know a lot before you come to Rama, but you, you don't. You really don't. In fact, sometimes it's better not to have a foundation so you can build a solid one. That's right. Because true. There's, there's so many people that come to Rama and have to unlearn some of the things yes. that they've learned over the years, and it's actually harder mm-hmm. to unlearn than it is to yeah. learn the first time. And so, you know, learn it the first time right, then you know it it it'll always be there. Yeah. So, so obviously that. For you, Julie, I mean, Rama was, you know, was just, everything was new. Yes, everything was new. I was a clean slate, just ready to absorb everything like a sponge. And I did. I sat in those classes and I just, I was transformed. You know, from the first day that I attended class, I looked forward to the next class. And the next day, so much so that, remember, I'm still very new and still very young and I'm sitting in class and Pastor and Mrs. Hagen are teaching the family and ministry class. Yeah. And there are some young kids in front of me just cutting up. And I told Matt, I said, you know, I really wanted to reach out and touch them. Like I had my pencil in hand. That's not what she hand. said. She was going to stab them. I had my pencil wow. in hand and I said, you know, wow. I just kind of wanted to just. Like, just, try, try not to stab Like a, like a mother. Baby. Like a mother would stab. Yeah. I just thought, you know. It was surprising to me that these kids that definitely had more of a foundation than I had obviously knew the value of the word. Why are you snapping? <laughs> Who are you snapping at? Oh, are you trying to call someone? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yes. I was calling my help. Uh, so do I need my pencil for you too? <laughs> no. Okay. I just wanted to check. So it just surprised me that, you know, these young people that obviously knew the power of the word of God and how it transforms your life. They were just being kids and (laughs) it shouldn't have bothered me at all, but I was still so much in my flesh trying to figure out what I was doing and trying to let the word just saturate me that I was distracted by what they were doing and it frustrated me. So God has worked in me through my entire journey through Rhema just to grow in the love and love of God. So one of the points and the things that's so wonderful about Rama um, is the environment and the people. So can you talk, both of you talk about, you were there, you were at Papa John's, you were in Oklahoma City, you had people around you, you had an environment. Like how much of a God difference did it change coming in this Rama uh, family? It was like culture shock for me, I think, because everything that I had ever experienced, everything that I had ever known for people, the way for people to behave. You didn't really hang out with Christians a lot, right? No, I didn't at all. And so um, the way people behave, the way that they react to situations is completely different than the way someone would with Rhema. You know, in the world, you react the first thing that comes to your mind. You don't look to your spirit to give you the words to speak and what the truth is. You just say whatever junk that's just been rolling around up in there comes right out but marty i think the the point that you're pointing to is the the rhema difference is it's not information that you get here it's a culture that you're introduced to of walking in the spirit by faith and you can i mean you can read all these books i heard uh pastor daryl huffman say this and it really made an impact on me he said, um, he opened up one of Brother Hagin's books, and he's reading, and the Spirit of God said, Brother Hagin didn't read himself into the place yes. that he operated in in the Spirit. Um, there, is, there is something to the fellowship of believers and being uh, in the company of believers mm-hmm. and partaking together of the grace that is here and that is that is the rhema difference to me and yeah. that is the rhema story mm-hmm. and for us our rhema story isn't like a past experience it's no, this it's ongoing part of our mm-hmm. life and it has to do with our friends and the people that we associate with and that f- and that we feed from and that minister to us and strengthen us 
Now, I, Matt, I think what you guys are talking about, you know, the rhema culture, I mean, that's, that's not only in the Bible school, but also in the church. Yeah. And, and I believe even from the time you started attending Rhema Oklahoma City, the church and, you know, there's something that we always, you know, don't even necessarily always talk about. It's, it's the love walk. I mean, you know, the, yeah. you, you can just feel the, the, the love, you know, among people. I'm not saying that we're the only, only place that you're going to feel the love, but here at Rhema, I mean, you know, people love one another, like the Bible says, you know, and, and, I, and I think that's even from the beginning, whenever the pastor knows your name, you know, that you can feel that this is someone who cares about me. And, and, and I think, you know, Rhema's a family. You know, that's one thing that, mm. that dad always talks about, that, that Rhema's a word, Rhema's a place, and Rhema's a worldwide family. And, and we're a family, no matter where you might be, what, whether you live in Lebanon or you live in, you know, Timbuktu, or it doesn't matter, we're, we're still a family, and we'll always be a family. And, and I think that's something that, you know, you can't really experience that online. Now, now once you've been here and, and seen the whole family, then whenever you do watch online, you kind of watch from a different perspective and, yeah. and things like that. But there's just nothing like what we call the Rame experience. And, you know, if you're out there listening and you're thinking, man, my life's kind of a mess, maybe I need to go to Rhema Bible Training College. Whether it's to actually go into ministry or, or whether it's just to learn more about the Word, you know, two years out of your life is, is not a, a, a sacrifice. It, 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 it'll, it'll benefit you for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Whether you go into ministry or whether you go into business or whatever you might do, you know, learning to follow after the Holy Spirit, le- learning some, some basics and foundations of faith and healing and things like that. If you'll just go to rbtc.org, go to there, there's plenty of information about Rama. But most importantly, just fill the information out, fill your information out, give us your email, your phone number, and we'll have one of our um, student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you more about Rama, send you more information about Rama, and set up a time to maybe come and have a tour of campus. Because people always say, once we came to campus, we made the decision that we wanted to come to Rama. And I think you guys come to the same situation, even though you went to Rama, Oklahoma City, that whenever you came here to campus to camp meeting, it's it's that you know obviously Matt knew about being a Rama graduate, but but Julie experienced something you haven't experienced before, and and, and it was a call to come to Rama. Now, when you guys were in, or I guess Julie was in school, um, did you feel? I guess you didn't know a whole lot, so it's not like you felt a definite call mm-hmm. to go to the world and and preach the gospel. I mean, you you <clears throat> just came to learn more about the Bible, correct, Julie? Well. I can look back on my life now and I can see how God was directing my path and leading me into where we are today to be on the mission field. And when I started my first year at Rama, I instantly, I started hearing about mission trips and I got excited and told Matt, I said, I want to go on a mission trip and I will not allow him to tell you the big mix up of where I said that I wanted to go on my mission trip. So... Uh, you're not allowed to share that. It's really funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you'll make everyone laugh. Go ahead. Well, Julie came uh, after, you know, here at Rama. we have, um, or it, it used to be called Assembly and Exaltation. I don't know what it's called now. Um, but the, uh, uh, she, she had attended, you know, one of these student assemblies, and they had announced mission trips. Mm-hmm. And she came home, and she said, I'm... I'm so excited. She said, I feel in my heart I'm supposed to go on one of these mission trips. And I had spent four years (laughs) living on the mission field, so I had actually been praying that way, but I was on purpose, like, not trying to influence her. I wanted this to be her own decision. And I said, great, this sounds awesome. Where are they going on mission trips? She said, well, they're going to Africa to place called Zambia and they're taking a mission trip to the Philistines. The, I'm like, the Philistines. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, they needed they need a missionary there. <laughs> because I said, babe, are you sure? She said, yeah, they announced there's two trips. They're they're taking a trip to, to Africa and they're also taking this trip to see the Philistines to the Philistines. <laughs> I, said, I sure did. I said, That's babe, awesome. do you mean the Philippines? Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Julie's kind of a big picture person. So, yeah. so did you go to Africa? Yeah. Did, you go to, did you go to the Philistines? <laughs> I went to Africa. I went to Lusaka, Zambia to uh, see the work that Pastor Walker and Haley Shures are doing there. They're both Rama grads. They're Rama Zambia. Yes, Rama Zambia. Rama Zambia. Yeah. 
um, amazing work that they're doing there. And I fell in love with Lusaka, Zambia, and I thought that is where we're going to end up. So when I was on that mission trip, I felt the leading to attend the third year School of World Missions program that Rama offers as part of their third year programs. And such, I mean, the first two years were amazing. I, I actually feel like, you know, I was so, um, just so nervous my first year that I could almost take my first year again and really benefit from it. Actually, I think that you could retake the years over and over again, and you'll just keep getting more because the Word of God, you know, it just keeps opening up to you more and more as you get revelation. But after my first two years, I really had a good foundation. So when I started that third year program, you know, the Lord was really able to work in what was already in me and just help to solidify that foundation that I had to prepare me for what he has us doing now. Wow. So, and for some of you who don't know about Rama, what we, we, the primarily most people, the first two years, what we do, I actually call it core. I can't remember what, what the official name is, but everyone kind of takes the first two years. What is it called? Ministry fundamentals. Ministry fundamentals. Thank you, Cliffy Poo. I mean, Cliffy Poo. And he has his green hat on today, so man, he's really he's really you know on the day. But so ministry fundamentals the first two years, and then the third year you kind of go into what you know a normal college will kind of think you're the, the field that you believe God called you to. You know whether it's the pastors, whether it's to to be a traveling minister or or the. We actually call it student ministries now. That that's actually from children's and youth together. Um, and you guys, I mean, Julie um, decided the School of World, World Missions is because after that trip to Zambia, I guess you felt God called you to, to, to the mission field. And so, um, so you were still thinking you're going to Zambia. How did that switch? Or, 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 or did, I mean, well, I guess there's also an intern um, during that time. Did you go to what, what's, what country do you go to during your internship? Um, I spent my internship in Panama at the, in the Darien Jungle with Jay, uh, Dennis and Jeannie Cook. They're also Rama graduates. Yeah. Now, uh, is, that, is that the year that everyone went to Panama? It is. Yes. And so sometimes they go all over to different places, but <clears> that year everybody went to the same place, to Panama, yes. to the to the jungle. Yes. And so how was that experience? Um, it was I, an experience. I, you know, I, I like <laughs> to say that I had the best internship, and what I realize now is that, you know, that love walk that I've been talking about that I was really trying to improve and work on, not wanting to stab people in the back of the neck with a pencil. Um, you know, God was really working on me in that area during this internship, being in a country, hot, sweaty, taking baths in the river. You how know, many, how with, many weeks were you there? It was almost six weeks. It was five wow. and a half weeks. See, I, I don't know much about Panama City. I've actually been to the Panama City Airport <laughs> twice in my life. A pretty nice airport, actually. A really, really nice yeah. shop in there, but... You know, I'm sure the jungle's a whole lot different than the, the airport there in Panama. Well, it's an amazing place. You know, it's a it really is an amazing place to be. And there's great opportunities. What the cooks are doing there, um, ministering the Word of God, ministering what they have been taught here at Rama to the people. You can see the fruit. It's beautiful. Being there with 21 other of my classmates was challenging it was oh yeah but so your love walk was pretty challenging my my love walk was challenged i think all of ours were you know if you think about it you put 22 people in a place and it's hot and it's (laughs) sticky and you know your flesh starts to rise up and talk and then you just have to decide what you're going to give voice to you know how you're going to behave and it really makes you decide uh, if you're going to put to practice what you've been learning or if you're going to resort to the old person that you used to be and you know i i tried i i did put forth an effort to always walk in the spirit and i can say that you know there were opportunities or there were times that maybe i lean more towards my flesh and i thank god that my classmates forgive are very forgiving and loving and you know they don't hold that against me thank god um but the daring jungle was amazing so it was definitely an equipping time and you know, the School of World Missions program puts you through different oppor- or different situations that you will encounter on the mission field. And as you're going through them, some of them, they, there's eclectic stand, which is, you know, held or was held out at the Rama Ranch. You go through mm-hmm. different possible scenarios, things that you can encounter on the mission field, and they really happen. 
you know, you're going through them and you're basically acting, you know, everyone's acting, pretending um, these, acting these situations out. And you think, you know, I'm never going to have to deal with that. And then an explosion happens in Beirut and you're like, oh, you know, these things really can happen. Yeah, the, the School of World Missions is uh, an amazing program. I, when I graduated from Rama, um, we didn't have the School of World Missions. Yeah. And I was a very very green 19 year old and I went to Russia I felt like I was supposed to go to Russia and so when I got information about it they said you need to get a visa so you didn't know you had to get a visa to go to Russia I didn't know I didn't know I didn't know why you needed a visa and so I had no idea how to go about doing that and I actually went to Woodland Hills Mall here in Tulsa and filled out an application for an a application visa. application for a visa. <laughs> Did and you get the, accepted? No. <laughs> oh, there were, my There word. were really two problems there, probably three problems. The, the one was that I was applying for a credit card. Second <laughs> is the visa applications were all gone because I figured everybody was applying to go out of the country. So I filled out a MasterCard. <laughs> oh, Because I thought it's probably the same gosh. thing. For some of you that don't know about traveling, sometimes in order to go to the country, you have to get a visa. Um, but, you know, Matt, I, I will try to save you a little bit here. Now, now I've never gone to the mall and applied for a, a visa card. But I, I had... It doesn't work. I was going to um, Brazil, um, one of my first, actually my first time to Brazil, and nobody told me that, because a lot of countries you don't need a visa to, to go to, but no one had told me that at that time, actually, they've changed it, the, the rules since then. I had to apply for a visa. So I was like, you know, getting really close to my my date to leave. And someone said, did you get your visa yet? And I'm like, what do I need a visa for? You know, <laughs> he goes, let's go to Brazil. So I had to rush a, a, a visa, um, you know, really, really quickly and pay like three times the amount in order in order to get it done. So, so you know, I didn't check into needing a visa. Now, for some of you who want to travel to Brazil, <clears throat> they no longer require a visa, so you can freely go just if you want to i mean well i guess i'm not sure how freely now with the pandemic or whatever going on but um, yeah. well i'm still waiting on my visa for the philistines so <laughs> yeah. yeah so you know if you do plan to go to an overseas trip you might want to check and make sure whether you need a, a, a visa or not and then you don't go to the mall don't go to the mall don't go to the mall <laughs> yeah and, and if you want to know and probably the easiest way is Google how to get a visa to go to whatever. Now, I know Marty is, I can just see his, his wheels turning in his head. He wants to know whenever, now, how long were you in Russia? Uh, for four years. Four years. He wants to know if you met any Russian hackers whenever you were over there, <laughs> you know, because we know they exist because we've been re hearing about the news a for, the, lot. They've for, the, been, for the past couple yeah. of years. I don't know. I guess the Russian hackers went away, you know, here recently, but, you know, but. The most famous Russian person I met was Vladimir Putin. You, you met Putin? Yeah, he was uh, he was the assistant mayor in St. Petersburg when I was there. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Th that's guy. actually kind of a cool story. He worked for a guy named uh, Sobchak. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he would remember me. Yeah. So so <laughs> if, if I emailed Putin, he's not going to remember Matt Hadabop? I don't know. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, you know, the Papa John's guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So so anyway, no, so Matt, you know, when you were in Russia, what what were you doing? I'm just just some. I uh, I was helping with a Bible school uh, that was planting, and I I just um, I had an amazing time. Was surrounded by a team. Thank God uh, for uh, a team of missionaries that were already there that I was able to help uh, some Rama graduates um, that were on the ground, and they were establishing a Bible training center in Saint Petersburg. Yeah, that we're training church planters, which is what we're still doing today. Yes. All right, so, so, so we're going to go back. So, so we're in the School of World Missions here. We're, we came out of the Darien Jungle, which obviously just once again, if you third year program, the School of World Missions, one of the, one of the things that you have to do is an internship. And, um, you know, depending upon, I don't know, I don't know if it's how um, Joe Dunnick feels or, or, or whatever, but Normally, a lot of times we send you all over the world, different people, different places. That one trip, we send everybody to the Darien Jungle, um, and so. But you're going to go somewhere during yeah. during your, your time, and you know, and, and you get experience what it's really like to be on the mission field. And, and in fact, we actually tell the missionaries you're going to you visit. You know, you don't put them up in a five star hotel and all that kind of stuff. Let them feel like it is to be on the mission field, because um, 
you know, when, when I do happen to go overseas, most of the time people put me in a nicer hotel and things like that. I don't really get experience, so the real mission field. Except for um, when I go to Rama, um, um, Rama Albania, uh, there's a certain hotel that, that I stay in, and I was, and I was telling them, um, we were talking about certain quirky things that are at that hotel, and I was telling Spiros, I said, you know, when my parents come back, you know, just things to do. And you know what? You know what Spiros told me? Hmm. He said, um, I'm not going to put your parents up in that hotel. I'm going to find a nicer one. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> and then I found out my, my parents just were with Spiros, um, you know, before the, the pandemic. They were in Greece at, at, um, in Thessalonica. And Raymond Thessalonica, we actually have our school in a hotel. And I'm telling you, it's not the nicest hotel in the world. I mean, you know, it. It's it's normal a normal hotel I guess in Europe so it's it's not like it's terrible I mean you know it's better than Motel Six but it, but it has some of the hardest beds I've ever slept on I just want to tell you <laughs> so I was telling mom you know to get prepared for this this thing and they've been on the mission field so they were okay so so I get this picture in in this text when they're in Thessalonica this is the nicest hotel we've ever stayed at and, you know blah 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 and I'm like. I didn't say at that hotel. <laughs> so, so I guess they figured that I need, you know, the semi-missionary experience. You know, it's not like it's, I mean, the hotel is, is okay, but, but they put them in a five-star hotel. So I told Spiros, I'm like, hey, Spiros, next time I go, because I found out that John Grunewald stayed in the nice hotel too. And I'm like, how come I get the other hotel? And I guess because I'm willing to stay in the other hotel. So anyway, <laughs> anyway so Sorry. next time we go to Thessalonica, we're, we're going to the nicer hotel. So, um, you know, you, you went to the School of World Missions. And um, so what happened a- after you graduated? Did you immediately go to Beirut? Or, or what was the, you know, tell us, tell us some kind of the culmination. How do you got to? No, uh, through, so through our, our My Rama uh, Bible Training College journey, I hooked up and served in Rama. Every service I was serving in some capacity. Bookstore, traffic team, pro presenter. Um, I did everything except for children's. And that's where Matt came in. Matt came in. Matt did yeah. the children, uh, worked in children's mm-hmm. and or served in children's, I should say. And we just, we made the commitment. We made the decision that we were going to spend our time and sow into the place that was sowing so much into us. So we came and we brought the giftings and talents that God had placed on us and used mm. them to minister to the people that were attending Rama. And I think that, you know, the second to uh, attending Rama, the school and learning there, I learned so much just serving in the ministry, just coming and, you know, giving of my time to the different, oper- different helps ministry positions. So impacted my life and so uh, finished Rama, kept serving kept serving in the church serving every conference any opportunity that we had to help the ministry we did and we were actually serving in the north lobby um, one sunday morning and matt i'll let you take it from there yeah just to back up there we we made the decision and uh, pastor craig you made a comment um, that you experience that we love one another yeah. at Rama, But the step to experience that for us was the decision we made to connect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we didn't, we didn't wait for uh, anyone to come and say, hey, would you help us here? We went and asked, hey, yeah. where can we serve? Where can we <clears throat> help? And, um, and we, both of us asked, where can we help and where do you need the most help? So mm-hmm. we're and one of those places was on the connection team, um, which is uh, here at Rainbow Bible Church, uh, where they greet uh, first time visitors. And to be honest, it was one of these things where I was like, is there anything else? <laughs> but I had already decided I wasn't going to ask that. And so and let me add this too. Not not only you help there, you'll also continue to help it in Rainbow, Oklahoma City. Yes. And yeah. Take take yeah. the take the bus with some some of our, our volunteers. You know, so you you remain the integral part of that church as well. So you know, well, you know. the one thing that because I my wife and I have been friends with Matt and Julie for a long time, and uh, like <laughs> I don't know the first month or two or three when you moved here, we met you at Rainbow Bible Church. Yes. Uh, before the church service, that's and, cool and, the Bible. and uh, that's cool the Bible, and but. 
what I saw, I've seen this entire transformation of who they are today and where they came from. And the thing that struck me was when you guys really started volunteering in so many places in the ministry here, I said to myself, they're not going to be here long because what Rhema does is Rhema gives you like the song gives you a lot that you need to know. It trains you, but it also gives you the opportunity of promotion. And that's found in one word, faithfulness. So God will use Rhema to give you places to show faithfulness. And when you show faithfulness, get ready. You're the next one launched to go do whatever he's called you to do. So you you guys did that perfectly found faithfulness in so many areas well god's very very gracious to us but it's uh it's it really stands out to me because there'll be people that will be sitting next to you they'll hear exactly the same thing they'll have the same opportunities but they don't make the decision to connect yeah and they're you know i don't know what they're waiting on but um this this is an opportunity and you come to Rama, you have an opportunity to demonstrate faithfulness and really take part in what Jesus is doing in the earth. Yeah. People come here and they want to get their own train. And I've been telling them lately, hey, won't you hook up with the big Rama train that's already got an exactly amazing right. direction, is pulling hundred what, ninety thousand graduates? Actually right right around ninety four thousand graduates worldwide now. Wow. Why not hook up with what they're doing and spend your time um, Jesus said, if I can trust you in the little thing, I can trust you in the big hook up with what they're doing now here and you'll find the bigger thing ahead of you. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what happened. And we actually, you know, tell our Raymer graduates whenever you're graduating. Now, if, if the Florida's already, already called you to go to a certain place, then, you know, by all means, follow, follow that. But if you don't have any clear direction, you do one or two things, either go back to where you came from yeah. and get, get involved in your home church or stay here and get involved in Raymer Bible church right here you know, uh, you know, yeah. here on campus, you know, in, until the Lord um, leads you or directs you into whatever is next in your life. Yeah. The, uh, and so it's, I, I don't, uh, when people ask how we wound up in Beirut, I never want to say, well, the Lord dealt with us to go to Beirut. We are in Beirut because we plugged in here. here. Yeah. We yeah. connected yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it was in the North Lobby on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. We're passing out bulletins saying, welcome to Rhema, welcome to Rhema. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to do it because, yeah. uh, like, I think one in 25 people will acknowledge you. Yeah. <laughs> just like, and our kids helped us also. They is, would come yeah. and they would help yeah, pass they out sure bulletins. Would. They were North right Lobby. in front of the doors. They yeah. sure were. They, uh, they love to welcome people into Rhema. Yeah. Yeah. And over, um, like behind me, I, I overheard some people talking about a missions organization that was having a meeting and just something on the inside of me. I didn't hear an audible voice. There was no uh, angelic choir just on the inside. I felt, I need to find out about that. Yeah. Gosh, I had the angelic choir thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought you were going to sing for a second there, Marty. No, I, I just hear that in my head. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you hear the angelic choir every morning when you wake up? Is that what? It's my wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought I thought that Jenny was the interpretive dancer. She has many roles. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So, so praise the Lord. Yeah. So we went to a we went to a, a meeting of this missions group that yeah. was uh, they're Rama graduates. Rama graduates. Yes. Matt and Julie Beamer. Yes. And. Uh, I actually graduated with Matt, but I never met him. Had no mm-hmm. idea what they were doing. And so you're saying Matt graduated with Matt? Matt mm-hmm. and Matt graduated. <clears throat> I did not yes. know that. There may be another Matt that graduated that same year. Yes. So another funny thing that happened once, whenever uh, we were first attending, uh, I was in school and oh, we yeah. were this attending service here. <laughs> we were sitting in the pew enjoying the service, and We'd Pastor come. is preaching, and he says, Matt and Julie. You guys come up here, and I looked at Matt. No, he and, just had her stand up. Or stand up. Oh, yeah. And I looked at Matt, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then Matt and Julie Beamer stood up, and I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. We were like <laughs> one second away from One second standing. from being Two so embarrassed. Two turquoise shirts just standing up for no <laughs> So Matt and Julie's actually with Matt and Julie. Yes. Matt and Julie, yeah. Yes. We're the other Matt and Julie. We're the stunt doubles of yes. Matt and Julie. Oh, nice. Yes. But uh, so we went to this meeting and they were talking about everything they're doing in the world, which is a lot. Yeah. And uh, and at one point they said um, in October, 
of 2015, um, we're going to have a we're going to take a mission trip to Beirut, Lebanon, mm-hmm. and the same leading that I had to come and find out about this, it it was like on the inside something jumped, and there was maybe 200 people in this room, and I started getting worried because I'm sitting in the back, and I thought everybody in here is going to go up there and sign up for this trip because they were announcing they're going to open up sign up. Everyone's going to go sign up and then I, you know they'll say sorry. I I've cooked this whole scenario up in my head that you know I, the trip would fill up and I wouldn't be able to go. So as soon as they <laughs> dismissed, I just made it made my way up to the front and said, "Hi, my name's Matt. You don't know me, but I'm going to go to Beirut." Surprisingly, I was the only person that actually signed up for that trip. <laughs> everyone else wanted to go to the Philistines, right? Everyone, yeah, everyone, everyone wanted to go to the Philistines. Philistines very popular. Very popular place. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and current events joke that I'll, I'll let go right there. <laughs> yeah, because you do have to sleep with Julie tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love Julie. <laughs> yes, yeah. he does. So yeah. anyway, we'll, we'll talk more about Beirut and about what's going on in the next episode. But, you know, yeah. I believe, you know, if you're out there and maybe you're going through a transitional life or maybe you just graduated from high school or maybe you just don't know what's going on. It might be a good time to check out Rhema Bible Training College. And if you'll just go to your computer or, or your smartphone or your, your device and go to rbtc.org, go on there, um, check us out you know, on, on, online and then Give us your information, and we're going to have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you more about Rama, and set up a, a time to come um, to visit us here on campus here at Rama Bible Training College. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter how much you know about the Word or how much you don't know about the Word. It doesn't matter whether you feel a, a, you know, actually a call to the ministry or you just want to learn more about the Word of God. Um, Rama Bible Training College is a place where you can come and get a foundation that will be it will change your life. And so Matt and Julie, you know, it's wonderful to have you with this program. We're going to have you on, on the next episode, but you know, here at Rama, we bring hope, hope help, and, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. Right.